Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Head over to the brand new friendoshop.com and get your latest Friendo merchandise. While you're there, use code FRIENDOFRIDAY to get 20% off. And don't forget to pick up Don't Interrupt the Game t-shirt right now. Friendoshop.com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live both now at the Twitch and at the YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Of course, we understand this weekend, uh, two, big sh- two big shows, one show of the year candidate, oh, uh, uh, final battle. Ring of Honor, final battle, right? Not not the uh, show of the year candidate. Not the show of the year. Certainly not NXT deadline. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but also, show of the year candidate. Action, Coast, Wrestling, Resurgence. That's right. Get your tickets right now at Eventbrite. It's the first show of the promotion that Larson and I now own. As It's the first show as owners. Yes. Yeah, Listen to my promotional skills. Who's better, Great. me as promoter or Tony Khan on his, on his final battle call today? Uh, I mean, you're more succinct than Tony Khan is at uh, answering most questions. If nothing else, if nothing else, I can I can I can add brevity to my resume. Um, yes. So yeah, uh, Action Coast Wrestling. If you're in the NorCal area, 
uh, uh, come on out to Sacramento and enjoy some live professional wrestling. We're going to be opening the show with a huge announcement. Cal mm-hmm. Jack is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Alpha Zoe is going to be defending his ACW championship against who? You don't know. Well, we know. We know. We actually have that scoop. We're not going to tell you here, though. No. No. You got to go to the show and find out. Right. Exactly. You got to come out. Uh, so check that out. Should be a lot of fun. Live professional wrestling this Saturday. Saturday. Uh, we are going to be covering uh, uh, final battle on the following Monday. We'll talk about what happened, how these matches went down, uh, because, of course, the uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, FTR, are going to be in action now for the third time this year against the Briscoes. Mm. Uh, uh, but that's after having lost clean to the acclaimed tonight mm. on Dynamite, a fairly shocking outcome, which we're going to talk about uh, in depth, of course, on this episode of Going In Raw. But before we do that, uh, we have a little bit of uh, news to discuss, Larson. And it has to do with, of course, the the topic du jour uh, everybody's mm-hmm. been talking about for the last couple of days, and that's William Regal's release, uh, yep. uh, requested release from AEW, and of course granted by Tony Khan, and he had no problem talking about that yeah. openly today during the media call. Yeah, yeah, you know, usually before, whether it be a AEW pay-per-view, now a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, Tony Khan has a media call. And during this media call, yes, Tony Khan confirmed that uh, William Regal was wrapping up with AEW and detailed how Regal reached out about wanting to exit the company this fall, uh, and it happened to occur shortly after Tony Khan's mother had suffered two strokes. He talks about how all that played into his decision to let uh, Regal uh, leave the company. These transcripts come to you from Fightful. He said, I got a phone call saying William Regal had approached Mega and said uh, it was all very legitimate and valid stuff. Basically, he has a son who works in another wrestling promotion. He really wanted us at the end of the year. When he had the option to renew his contract, he was asking that we would not. Nothing bad. We were having a great time working together. This is an opportunity for him to go back and work in these golden years of his career with his son and do things like he likes to do, coaching. And he has friends that he would like to go back and coach with. It's a very complex situation for AEW, AEW because he's a huge part of what we're doing on, sc- on screen and we really value him. There are multiple storylines he's involved in. As we were going to Toronto that week, obviously I had a lot in my mind. I got a message from Regal asking if we could talk. I made time to talk to him. I went outside the hospital. I'm sitting on a park bench in front of the Mayo Clinic. And we had this really long and good talk. It was very positive. He really had good intentions for why he wanted to go back and made a lot of sense to me why he would want to work uh, with his son and be with his son. He said to me, and it made sense, given where you're sitting right now, does it make sense to you why I would want to go back and be with my son? At that point where I was sitting, it really did make a lot of sense. And the last thing I want to do in that moment was prevent any parent and any child from being together. I sat with Regal for over 90 minutes in my office after, and this is probably the longest one-on-one in-person talk I've ever had with him. We talked, and I told him I would make major sacrifices this company to do the best thing for you and your family because this is a family-first company. The person I'm releasing later this month who is still with us through the holiday has been an essential part of our major, major TV stories and is still an essential part of the TV as of tonight. We've done a lot of things to help him create the best situation he can for his family, for Lord Regal, I'm wishing him the best. He knows I wish him the best. We've had conversations even this week, and I think he's grateful for what I did, and I know he enjoyed his time here, and I enjoy the time with him. It's hard to see him go, and it was a challenge to make it compelling, and he's not gone yet. Yeah, because we still saw him on tonight's broadcast uh, in mm. a, 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 a message that was uh, taped two weeks ago, according to in kayfabe, what was going yeah. on. Yeah, <clears throat> but it could have been taped and, last uh, week or even, or even tonight. 
He could have been live tonight. Yes, for all we know. <laughs> I didn't notice if Shivani was wearing the same thing he well, was wearing Well, it could have been tonight. live because Shivani was in the ring with the rest of Blackpool Combat Oh, no, Club. you're right. You're right. Yeah, and yeah you're absolutely right. Tron and he's there unless there's Rawgate Tony Shivani's out there. I mean, you know, we've seen Rawgate technology in the past. Um, so, uh, yeah, no. Um, I, this was, you know, heartbreaking to hear about uh, Shivani. I'm sorry, uh, Tony Khan's mother mm-hmm. um, suffering strokes. That, that, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know, a nice little human moment here between two people. And, and I, I, I think it's great that Tony Khan, um, you know, felt comfortable enough to open up on that and, and yeah. give his uh, side of things. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that's good. That, that's sort of like the best case scenario um, with how things would go down. And you like mm-hmm. to see that thing. I don't know what yeah, else definitely. there is to say about it. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's a classy move from, from Tony Khan to, you know, to honor Regal's request. Um, you know, to want to go work with his son in NXT. Yeah. yeah. You know, if Regal was under contract and AEW had, they had the option to renew it. You know, I, I, Tony Khan had, you know, every legal right to, to, to keep him with the company. He did do it. Yeah. And it was the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, right. It was the right thing to do if mm-hmm. to, to honor Regal's request. So I'm happy it all worked out for all parties involved and, and Regal's going to get to go back to NXT and work with Charlie Dempsey who was on NXT mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm. and uh and it's it's it's, it's exciting it's you know it's an interesting time in the wrestling world where yeah you know it, 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 this is one of those situations where Regal gets to go back to a, a WWE and and you know this is it's a time where we have two companies that are kind of rivals and we're going to mm-hmm. see people kind of going back and forth yeah probably quite a bit it sort of puts it sort of puts like i don't know a little bit of you know, dude, you, you hear things and people talk and there's the EC3 stuff, how it just yeah. seemed all contentious and bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I'm glad to know that it's not that, that that's basically yes. been, I mean, there seem, there there might be some elements to it that we've talked about, you know, the, the idea that maybe he was more interested in the coaching aspect of things and he didn't get to do that in, in a terribly formal manner, mm-hmm. but the way it was described by EC3, so as, as many people have noted, might have his own agenda. Um, yeah. and might paint things a certain way because of that agenda. Yes. It's nice to see that it's not nearly as contentious and what he said is basically kind of debunked from that yeah, standpoint, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, from yeah, that yeah. perspective. Yeah. A thousand percent. And uh, yeah. uh, Maggie here says, I feel like the transparency from Regal and, and Tony Khan goes a long way and appreciating the messy world of wrestling. Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. That is a thousand percent correct. Um, yeah. You know, it's you have the story getting out there. You have various people pitching in their two cents about what's going on and to have Tony Khan on the media call day, explain it and, 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 you know, say, Hey, this is a real human moment between us. And, 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 uh, it, you know, Tony Khan felt compelled to grant Regal his request and let him go. Speaking of Regal, as we mentioned, his last, uh, message seemingly, um, It'd be kind of awesome if they just have like a bunch of these last messages. Oh, wait, we actually did catch up with them. You know, uh, the <laughs> Next three week, hours before. Camera. One more thing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One, three hours before he was attacked by MJF. Two hours before he was attacked. This last message was mere moments before he walked out there. <laughs> it's, like, it's like whatever they call it, go position, whether they call it an AEW <laughs> yeah. rather than the gorilla the, position. Yeah, the... the uh, the, it was the go. The gorilla was WWE. The go position. Was it the dusty? No, they changed it to something else. They just changed no, it to they? something else. What was it? They just did it. Mm. 
to, or were they just changing? I don't know what it is. Was it like a Brody Lee reference? That'd be nice. No, wasn't there like a like someone who worked in production that just passed away? You're right. You're right. And I forget. I forget his name. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies. Forget his name. I didn't. I I didn't know. I did. I didn't hear that they had changed that uh, the the position though. That's interesting. I think that's what that's what they said. Yeah. Right on. That's cool. That's not what a nice thing to do. Um, But yeah, Regal explained his actions in in his final message. And he left uh, his his you know Blackpool Combat Club guys, which now, as as Mock said, I don't know. You can call us what you want, which yeah. means we're not the Blackpool Combat Club anymore. Although although Regal said essentially, I'm Blackpool Combat Club for life. Well, yeah, but here's the thing: he's from Blackpool, like he's from there. Like Mox, you know, maybe the rest of them will say that, but I don't know, Mox doesn't seem really interested. If I'm Mox, I'd be like, nah. He's yeah, already Cincinnati. he's already worked Cincinnati Combat Com- Cincinnati Combat Club. Oh, there we you go. Know, CCC. How about the, the the Cincinnati Combat? Uh, uh, give me an R. What's an R? Oh, for CCR. Rumblers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati Combat Rumblers. Something the CCR. Like that, yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, he, he basically, it, it, but you know what? It was basically it was it was a learn that he gave him. Yeah, he said, I know. you know what? <laughs> Eyes on the back of your head. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're always one step ahead of the of the other guy. And on top of that, I'm not doing any favors for MJF because now he's a chased guy. Yeah, now he's world champion. Yeah, he's now world he's champion. got the power, I know, man. I know. I know. Um I mean, in one sense I appreciate they tried to in storyline write him off in some fashion beyond just having him get beat up by MJF, you know where he has a final message where it's not like, oh, he turned our back on or Mox or, you know, Claudia or Yuta or even Danielson. Oh, he, he Regal turned his back on us. You know, there is mm-hmm. a grander statement he was trying to make with this. I mean, the statement is, you know, be aware. That, sh- that kind of feels like we should be lesson one, not lesson la- last lesson, you know. <laughs> but right, nonetheless, yeah. an effort was yeah. made, so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I don't know. Let me ask you this. If if you were booking Regal's, he had an opportunity. Regal's last message. Why did he do this? I mean, if it's me, I'm like, you know, he looks in the camera and says, "Why? Because fuck you. That's why." <laughs> no, then, he says and why because he's a bad guy. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Because I wish it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Genesis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just saw Star Trek three. He saw Search for Spock. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. Why? Because I wish it. Why? Because I wish it. Oh man. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I think it. I, I like the way they did it because you know it made him a good guy kind of on his way out. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a very poignant thing. And I love that Mox had such a confused look on his face, like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, what is that? What the hell, man? Why are you doing that to us? Yeah. That was the reason to yeah, teach us. Like- a lot. I lost my championship. I got hit with the brass knuckles." Again, less kind of feel like that should be less than one, but again, an effort was made, so I appreciate that. I liked it because I think Regal can make everything. He can turn everything into gold. I, yeah. I, I believe that, and I think we saw that tonight. It's just it is when you sort of you know look at it from a longer lens. It's pretty funny that you know he taught him lessons that like basically Claudio and Mox already knew a thousand times over. I know, I know, <clears throat> and uh, I know. and yeah, I thought that was pretty good. It was it was interesting. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Nick here in the YouTube chat has it right. He says Mox basically no sold Regal's message. You might as well have just watched a blank screen because <laughs> Mox like, what the fuck was that? Why? What? <laughs> well, man. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. In Twitch chat, I'm Salzy says because Ligma, 
Lick my balls. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. God That'd damn, if he funny. just gave the most pithy, like, juvenile response. Oh, that'd be Why great. did I do it? You know, because I fought in your general direction, sir. That's why. Yes, exactly. And then he saunters off and Tony's confused. Exactly. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, yeah. Let's talk Ricky Starks. He had himself a hell of a night tonight. Ooh, man. Um, oh, man. I was assuming it was going to be Ethan Page walking out of that diamond, dynamite, diamond, diamond, whatever they call it. Dynamite, diamond, diamond, dynamite, <laughs> yeah, battle right. royal. Yeah. I swear I did not have a glass of wine with dinner tonight. So oh, I'm just man. fumbling my way through the show f- so far. We're 14 minutes. Brother, since, so it's at a certain point. Can we just start doing shots? We're, we're, we're like, we, we're deep enough into this shit. We're not going to lose people, right? If we start doing shots before shows, we should start doing that. That'd be great. Okay. We could try that yeah, out man. Friday for the morning show. How about that? Um, it'd, be like, it'd be like, it'd be like Deadwood, you know, like every, everything they do has to be accompanied. By exactly. Shots. Having a, a nickel whiskey shots, huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Before every show. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So Ricky Starks himself a hell of a night. Um, thought Ethan Page was going to win the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. That's how I've written in my notes. I'm assuming that's correct. Um, instead, it was Ricky Starks walking out of that Battle Royal with a win, not just in the Battle Royal itself, but maybe in the in the, uh, this promo off he had with MJF that followed. MJF like went to town in this promo battle on Ricky Starks, and I was worried for a moment. I didn't want to be a situation where MJF came in the ring unloaded on Ricky Starks and Starks didn't have an opportunity to respond. But at the same time, I was looking at Starks and Starks, he had a smirk on his face. Yeah. So I was like, okay, he's got something. 
Mm-hmm. And so MJF finished up. Starks walks to get a mic, bumps into MJF showing immediately. He's got no respect for him. And then Starks proceeds to absolutely unload on MJF. Um, you, you want to talk about star making performances? Like, we're huge Ricky Starks fans here at Going and Raw, have been for a long time since he was in, in NWA. Um, but to ha- for him to have that moment in the town he lives in, in Austin, Texas, in front of a crowd who is going to uh, have his back was pretty damn awesome. And he delivered a thousand Dude, percent. You're absolutely right in that, you know, these guys who are, you know, not used to having quite this grand a stage at this point in their career. Um, can they step up against an MJF? Absolutely. A thousand percent. I was dead wrong when I was like, Oh, Ethan page should have this spot. And I have no doubt that Ethan page could kill a promo. Mm-hmm. Not like this. Mm-hmm. This was, you know, dude. I, I've said in the, I've said in the recent past that um, I think that Starks works for me better as a bad guy. Well, when he's doing just the pure babyface stuff, where oh, I'm I'm trying to persevere against a guy like Hobbs, who, when you're with Hobbs, words aren't going to be effective, and they weren't effective with Hobbs. You know, like Hobbs basically dismantled him in the first match. And I know, I think did Starks ever get? Starks got his back right on yeah, Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. when he came back, yeah. Um, but like that doesn't showcase that kind of feud with a monster doesn't showcase what Starks can do as a face when it's a guy, when Starks is a bad guy and he's got a monster like cage, we can see what Starks can do. And it's hilarious and awesome. Yes. Uh, just ask anybody, uh, involved in a Philadelphia street fight. Um, what we saw tonight when it's a promo against another promo. Oh my God. Oh, now you see amazing. what we're talking about. Now we're seeing the kind of the kind of guy that I want to see in Ricky Starks, because as you said, unloaded is a great word to actually take all the good stuff that MJF threw at him and then to completely undress him, to completely just absolutely pick him apart piece by piece. I thought that was a lucky crowd to get to appreciate that live mm-hmm. and and to see that you never know how somebody's going to respond. And, you know, was he going to stumble over his words a little bit? Was he going to not, you know, but man, this was like a good five minute solid evisceration of MJF, um, you know, saying you smell cheap, just pointing out every, every detail about MJF that could possibly be labeled as, as plastic, as a facade, Mm -hmm. as something that isn't what it claims to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And absolutely went to town on him. God dang, this was a hell of a promo. I mean, this is two young dudes who are going to be the future of, of wrestling mm-hmm. for the next 10, 15 years. Just go, and, and this was really good stuff. It's a shame that Starks had to put his hands all over that ugly Burberry title, yeah. but uh, because he ain't going to win it, winter is coming. No. But it was a great sight to see, man. It really was. It really was. And that this, it's a, a segment like this that can really elevate someone to the next level. I'm kind of disappointed a million that percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed that they decided then afterwards to make their match. Winner is coming. Winner take all It's for the title and the, and the dynamite diamond ring. Oh, okay. I yeah. was kind of hoping it would just be for the title. And then yeah. at least Starks somehow. Yeah. Would be able to find a way to get that, at least get the ring. It's not the title. I know, but it's something mm-hmm. he got something off MJF, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, Honestly, dude, like, excuse me um what what i'm really just interested in and aw again here's a little bit of what i feel is constructive criticism they're not great at the follow-through so whatever happens next who's who's like a low budget 
a lower budget MJF. Probably at this point. I don't mean low budget in a bad way. I just mean like somebody who isn't as high on the totem pole. Yeah. Obviously he's champion. And I do think of a guy like like Ethan Page, who's who's an amazing promo, great talent. Yeah. yeah. They just had a thing. I don't know it would be him. But when Ricky Starks goes down to that lower, you know, to after he loses to MJF, if they don't mm-hmm. continue this on, he, he needs to get into a thing with somebody else who's a really good promo. Yeah, I know. You know, know. because that's where his strengths are going to be, talking shit. And that's why he was so effective as a as bad a guy, because yeah. he just talks shit. Um, and if you can keep him talking shit as a good guy, that's what you need. You mm-hmm. really need that, because the... I'm going to persevere. I'm a good guy stuff. I That stuff is so, it's so, there's there's nothing to that. But if you could just talk shit, yeah. you're, you'll you'll go so far. And yeah. and I want to see him continue to go because, man, Agreed. He's great. that dude is talent. He's a hell of yeah. a filmmaker, too. Oh, um, God, yeah. Let's talk, the, the outcome of this bout, I don't think was necessarily surprising. It's just how we got there. So we saw the acclaimed in the main event, a really good main event, uh, defeat FTR to retain the tag titles. No interference. Oh. Dude, if you listened to us last week, this would be a shock. <laughs> you know, we were like, oh, this is going to get wonked and they're going to go and have a well, six man or something. I think the result claimed retaining the title Eight wasn't a doubt. It was how that finish was done. Oh, and, them and walking was, out as champions still. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, no interference, no wonk, no wonky finish. Roll up win for the acclaimed. And, and shortly after the bout, it was announced that FTR. Uh, by the gun club of all people. We're going to be taking on the Briscoes at final battle in a dog collar match. It'll be the third time those two teams have faced this year. FTR won the first two matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I know Dax said when their contracts were up. I don't have to look up when that was. Was it, was it like March or April, I want to say? Or was year. it at the end? Of, or was it January of next year, of 2023? Oh, here we go. Because Fightful had an interview with Dax. Um, uh, he was under belief, and originally you thought they'd be up. Uh, says at the end, says end of April. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, that's still five months away potentially. Yeah, right. But, yeah, but you know, I don't. Uh, it's entirely possible that FTR beats the Briscoes three consecutive matches. Entirely possible as well that Briscoes beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they start the process of FTR losing those titles in anticipation of them being potential free agents. And now whether that means they, as Dax said in this interview with Fightful, FTR takes a year off from TV wrestling to kind of just pursue things they want to do, or they go back to WB, um, mm-hmm. which now with Triple H in charge is a distinct possibility. Uh, it's, yeah, it's in just, that interview, he spoke very highly about Triple H and Tony Khan. So yeah. that's definitely a possibility. Yes, I would think that'd be a possibility. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I expected FTR to win tonight, but I expected it, th- this match to be used to set up their bat- final battle, essentially, and it really wasn't, apart from the ass boy showing up at the at the end after the, the finish of the bout. The whole thing was weird. I mean, it, yeah. it really was. I, I, you know, I I understand that it is Wednesday and Rampage is a day before final battle, so you want to you want to advertise this, but I don't know. Doing this at the very end. A claim just legitimately cleanly beat FTR. Like they've got three, the three top promotions like around the world that isn't WWE mm. and AEW for that matter. The IWGP, the, the AAA, and the, the Ring of Honor mm-hmm. tag titles. 
That's fucking huge. It is. That's massive. massive. Yeah. You like you stay on the acclaimed. You throw some ticker tape. You you throw confetti and shit, mm-hmm. and then and you keep on them, and then your trademark thing comes up, and then you go to Young Sheldon. Uh, you don't you don't go to the ass boys and say hey, I get it. They're promoting it. I understand that. Yeah. But like the way they did it, just do it on Twitter because that would I be know. just as good as yeah. the ass boys with the weird you know invitation because they don't want to put the Briscoes on TV. I mean, even like having the Briscoes come out and beat down FTR and then I don't know, the acclaim makes it, I don't know what you do, but like it was weird and it took away from what was a fucking massive moment for the acclaimed. Yeah, yeah it did. This it did. is fucking FTR. Even the Young Bucks weren't going to get over on, on you know, the, like, like this is a massive moment. Mm-hmm. This is a huge moment. And, uh, and then they get the ass boys with some weird Briscoe shit. So, um, but is I understand the- it. They got to yeah, sell the pay-per-view. This isn't the first time that AEW, I mean, it seemed like Tony Khan's uh, booking philosophy is keep things moving. We've seen numerous times where, you know, wasn't it, uh, was it when SCU won the tag titles? or There's something, somebody won a huge match. Oh, Although, no, that was bad. Yeah. yeah. And then it immediately was, um, it just went to something else. It was, uh, God, what was that? That's a good I feel point. like Christopher Daniels was involved in that segment. It wasn't Sky's TNT win, was it? No. No, that's why I felt like it was SCU. It was some sort of S. Oh, was it? Was it Daniel? Fuck, what was it? But I feel like Daniels was involved too. Daniels was involved, or Daniels was involved backstage getting beat up. Uh, oh, SCU, SCU breaking up. It. That's what it was. That's what it was. Thank you, thank you for thank chat. You. Thank, thank you, you for that. I knew yeah. SCU was and Daniels was involved. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like their last match. They had to break up, and then they just immediately went to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so just kind of how they do it, things. It's a quibble, but that's a big deal. Like a clean yeah. beating FTR, and they're just like, "Hey, it's the ass boys." Well, they but got the bit at the music. end where they all scissor afterwards. So I guess that, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. They got that at least. Um, um, let's talk yeah. about this match of the night for me: Samoa Joe obliterating Darby Allen. Oh wow! Basically, oh literally God. wiping the floor with him for ninety percent of that match. Are you going to ask Luke to change your Wrestle Talk oh, vote match of the year? For match of the year, put that above Viano versus uh, L.A. Park. I'm tempted to, because mm-hmm. here's what really sold it to me: mm-hmm. the absolute glee with which Joe was destroying Darby Allen. Yeah, it was good stuff. He loved. He was loving every damn second of it, and mm-hmm. that joy was infectious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he'd been going through that all stone faced, I'd be like, yeah, this is fun and all. But the fact that he's like smiling and and playing to the crowd and talking shit to Darby. You could tell Joe was legitimately loving every second of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I, th- I thought that was great. I thought, like, it, ter- it terrifies me, like, what Darby Allen does to his body. I know. I know. That's, you know, you sort, of, you sort of take it for granted a little bit, right? Like, you see him doing that, and it's like, oh, my God. But then you just think to yourself, that's Darby. Yeah, because in a week later, he's, he's back on TV doing another insane spot. He's fine. He's made of rubber. It doesn't make it. It's fine. He'll be fine. But God dang, man. Yeah. That shit's Especially crazy. that spot on the skateboard after the match. Holy shit. Oh, man. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. Ouch. Right? Holy moly. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, before we get to the uh, AEW recap <clears throat> from the beginning, uh, I got a text just now ah. from from Paul, from Paul. And he's what saying, is he doing up? He's saying 200 likes, 200 likes gets a call from Paul. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't look. I don't care. I, it's not. It's not my thing. You know, I got. There's plenty of paperwork you, I could do. Did you find a way happens. to so he we can get our audio in, but we're both still on camera? No, I can't. It, it's it's technologically impossible to do that. I know for a fact that's not true. I know it's pretty easy, actually. MPYP. There's a lot of technical jargon you're not aware of. Do me friend. a solid. Do me a solid. Okay. Anything. Anything. You name it. Anything for me. Anything. Do you really mean it? Anything for you. I know we got a busy weekend ahead. Oh, huge. Can can you take 10 minutes, 15 if you have it, find a way to keep us both on camera while the audio's, his audio's coming in. There's, we, we, we talked about it uh, earlier this week. Someone uh, had a comment that they were disputing that it was actually Triple H calling in. They thought it was you. And, and, you know, we're all about legitimacy here, you know? Transparency. Exactly. So to allay any fears or anxiety, any sort of angst that, this isn't legitimate. I feel Tell like if them, we can... I know where you're going with this. You people believe you. So for some reason, think they don't believe me. People believe well, you. You can tell them right now that it is legitimate. Larson, go ahead and tell the people it's legitimate. Hmm. What? I, oh, did you already say it? God, I was looking at my phone here real quick. So the people are good. They know that it's legitimate. Well, I, I feel like they're they. You know, show, don't tell, all right? They oh, need wow. to see it. They need to hear it with their own eyes. And I think okay. the best way to to, to alleviate any mm-hmm, confusion, yeah. any ambiguity, is to have both of us on camera while Triple H is calling it. Okay, all right. Well, look, uh, I'll, I, I've given it 15 minutes, so I have done that, but I'll give it more time for you. Okay? Please. I'll see what I can do. I'll see I'll, what I can do. I appreciate do. that. No guarantees. No guarantees, but I'll see what I can do. Let's I'll dive do some into looking this. into it. I'll do some looking into it too, and because I feel like I, I mean, we put our heads together, we should be able to figure out this problem. Well, you got a lot on your plate right now. Uh, Dynamite kicked off with the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. That's what it's called. Yes, <laughs> that's what it's called. All right, I got my rhythm now. I'm fine. It, I, it took me 14 minutes to, to warm up. I feel good now. It. You're good. You're good to go. I'm good. Uh, so yeah, that that kicked things off. It's like uh, when common... I went shooting around today. It took me like 50 jumpers to feel like I knew how to shoot a jump shot. Bro, next hundred felt good to, though. Before we get to this diamond dynamite battle royal, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. Did you hurt but yourself last again? night? I don't know how. I reached over to get my uh, my water bottle next to me on my nightstand, and like my my shoulder was on fire. Not literal. Not like I lit myself on fire. Yeah, it was a candle there. You leaned to, leaned into your thing. Yes. There was like no, searing was pain a, a sens- inside of my sensation of pain and burning. Man, in I'm your falling apart. I tell you Dude, what, I'm pretty sure I got like this. vocal cord problems now. Too. Listen to this. I'll tell this real quick and we'll get into it. While we're talking about yeah. stories of hurting ourselves. Yeah. So last night, you know, we're we're locking up before uh, the wife and I are going to bed. We turn the lights off. 
Yeah. And so usually I have one path I know is there's nothing in my way. Yeah, right. But last night I went a different path because usually there's nothing there either. But we have this little bench that's usually by the piano, but the Christmas mm-hmm. tree is there now, so the bench is elsewhere. Well, the bench mm-hmm. was in that path. Oh, no. And f- like normal walking speed, bang, oh, wow. shin right yeah. into that bench. And oh, damn it. It's the worst. Like a welt immediately. God damn it. I wish there was like a night vision cam. I would pay money. I'd pay pay-per-view money to see that. Really? $50? <laughs> that amazing. Yeah, I'd pay 50 bucks well, like to see the that ki- shit. The kids were in the bed, so I can't be like, ah, god damn, <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. That hurts. Dude, I can't be, do oh, that. What are they going to do? Get up? They might. They're, they're going like, to have like that? a weird dream where dad is cursing at them. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. I don't want to find out. So I just, I just, I just internalized it. Like I do a lot of things, Steve. Oh, and man, uh, yeah, went on about with my evening. And then eventually at some point it's going to blow up and we're all going to get to see that. <laughs> uh, all right. So Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Commentary mentions that Regal's recovering with Danielson by his side, clutching his pearls, giving him chicken noodle soup and whatnot. Uh, yes. So, of course, this is so we've got, what is it? Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian. We got uh, uh, Matt Hardy. Uh, Lee Moriarty. Uh, Ethan Lee Page, Moriarty. Ricky Starks, Ethan Page. The Butcher. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dalton uh, Castle. Dustin Rhodes. Dalton Dal- Castle. Dustin Ro- yeah, Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes is going to quit this year, right? I saw that. Like, it's last going year like, it's like his last rodeo. He should go to Impact um, do the last rodeo thing. Brian Cage, have, Jungle he Boy. He should go to WWE have his last match against Cody. That might happen. That first match was, or that one match they did was Yeah, the first double or nothing was fantastic, yeah. That was great. So anyways, a lot of stuff happens, but in the end, we're left with Starks and uh, and Ethan Page, and then uh, and then Starks eliminates Ethan Page. Yeah, because oh, then we're getting to really the, the where things really get interesting. So MJF. Yeah. Oh, Sean Dean was in it too. I like that. Yes. I like they had Sean yeah. Dean in there because he's got two wins over MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. Again, this battle royals when done right, you got a lot of stories in play. You had the story between Kip and Orange Cassidy, Matt uh, Hardy and Ethan, Matt Page, Hardy yeah. and Ethan Page, um, uh, Starks and Ethan Page, <clears throat> just to name a few. Um, a well-booked battle royal is about as good as it gets in pro wrestling. Anyway, so then MJF walks to the ring, and he says to Starks, I'll be with you in one second. And he says, little bird me, Dirt Birdie told me that Danielson didn't want to show up tonight, and the reason why is that you're terrified of me. And after what I did to Regal, I'd be scared of me too because I'm a bad, bad man, which is why a week from now I'm going to be a, a four-time Dynamite Diamond Ring champ, and I'll still be the holder of the greatest prize of them all, the AEW title, Triple B. Oh, I hate that name, but go yeah. Ahead. So then he turns to Stark and says, "Richard, the people seem to really like you around here, huh? You know, Ricky, they talk about you like you're some underutilized god of pro wrestling, but you want to know the truth. The truth is, in comparison to me, you're the drizzling shits, mm. or should I say, you're a Rudy Poo candy ass, mm. considering you've stolen everything from that guy. You're nothing more than a dollar store Dwayne. So I'm gonna start calling you the Pebble. And here's what's gonna happen the main event next week. After the match, I'll put you in my pocket." I'm going to get my new Porsche. I'm going to drive to the nearest body of water. I'm going to skip that pebble. Back to Billy Corgan's NWA so you can wrestle on YouTube where you belong. I don't care if you're absolute. I'm a generational talent, and my reign of terror has just begun. All right. So then Starks, like you said earlier, bumps into MJF on his way to get a mic. He said, even this first line, the way it's delivered, it's a cheesy line, but it's so well delivered. And so matter of fact, he says, well, Maxi Pad. And the crowd just pops at that. 
Calls him Maxi Pad. It's terrible, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He says, I should have expected a fifth-rate Roddy Piper wannabe to come out here and steal a spotlight. He says, how much more shtick do you got? Because the low-hanging fruit is drying out. Every week, you come, <laughs> every week you come out here smelling like paint thinner and ass. He, spray, he said, you spray tan your eczema. <laughs> That's fucked up. He says, you got some crappy shoes on. Your shirt's too small. You got your shitty scarf. You think you're better than moi? Give me a break. Everything about you screams cheap. And you're our new AEW champion. He says, with that title comes a big responsibility that you know nothing about. The difference between us is when the people got behind me, I gave them a reason to keep going. You let them down. When it comes to me, I deliver. You want to talk about responsibility? You avoid it. You avoid pressure. I show up to meet and greets, but you blow it off. Talking about the thing that Mm -hmm. happened at uh, Double or Nothing. Mm -hmm. He says, there comes a responsibility when people like you. He says... I lived my li- when I lived my life in a car in South Austin, I was grinding. But you think because you pay people, because you kiss ass, you can get whatever you want? He says, give me a break. Next week is a big deal because I'm putting up and shutting up. I'm shutting you up for once in your punk-ass life because I deserve it and you don't. Next week, I'm smacking the mole off your neck, stomping an asshole into you and taking that title. I'm going to do you a favor you never had in your life. I'm going to take the responsibility off your plate. And then MJF just kicks him in the dick. It tries mm-hmm. to punch him with the dynamite diamond ring. Starks ducks that, spears MJF, and then puts his hands all over Triple B. Yep. That yep. was some funny shit, though. Those that lines, was really those good. It was it was awesome. Gosh darn it. Motorcycle just drove by. Baron Corbin's a, in your neighborhood again. I know. <laughs> uh, so we got a Darby Allen Samoa Joe video package hyping up their bash that's going on. Uh, shortly after, uh, Mox has a promo here. Uh, he's just backstage. You hear a lot of activity people milling about backstage. He says, I'm starting to really like uh, this hangman page because he fell off his horse. He got back on the saddle and spoke with his fists. He said, there's too much talking around here in AEW. It's not all elite talking. He's saying this while dropping a promo, mind you. Mm-hmm. He says, this is the sport of kings. He says, this week, the Blackpool Combat Club bring back 100-proof ass-kicking wrestling. I'm so over the Jericho Appreciation Society. I'm going to be out there tonight to make sure there are no sports entertainment shenanigans. And at final battle, we put the JAS out of business for good. And Hangman, you know where to find me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So then we had uh, Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. (sighs) And yeah, this was just total evisceration of Darby Allen. He got plenty of stuff in. He got like his stunner in. Uh, he got got a coffin drop into the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, And Joe sold the crap out of that. But by and large, like he was just, he was, Joe was noping him all over the place. Like he would try to hit shit and just miss left and right. This was just really great stuff. Yeah, it was. So early on, uh, Darby hits Joe with the drop kick. Joe rolls out of the rings. Darby's looking for a suicide dive. And I love that Joe has been doing this since he's come to AEW. He baits somebody to do a move, especially a high flying one, steps yeah. out of the way and nope. laughing. Yeah. So, so Darby does the suicide dive, just crashes. Oh man! Onto the floor, just kaboom! Yeah. Oh, it was it was it was outstanding. I mean, it sucked for Darby, but man, as a sight, see Joe's oh. energy, his joy was great. So, yeah, anyways, it was pick, nuts. Yeah. He picks up Darby, flings him to the barricade, into the apron. He peels back the the mat on the floor. Mm-hmm. Look at the power bomb Darby on that. Darby escapes. He charges Joe. Joe hits him with a power slam on the exposed floor. Oh yeah. And then through the picture in picture commercial break, Joe is annihilating. Yeah, Darby. just killing him. Yeah. We come back from commercial. Joe takes Darby's head, rams it to the ring post, and Darby mm. goes flying off the apron to the floor. Doc mm. Sampson comes out and checks on Darby. 
ref starts counting the 10 count and Joe's in the ring flexing. He's the king of television, man. He is the king of television. So Darby beats the 10 count, <clears throat> slaps Joe. Joe hits a bunch of moves, gets a two count there. But yeah, eventually Darby gets some stuff in. Um, he hits the coffin drop to the floor, follows with a stunner, a code red. Uh, Joe kicks out of that. Joe hits an Uranagi. He's looking for a muscle buster. Uh, Darby fights his way free. Um, he's looking for a coffin drop. Joe catches him. Mm-hmm. Darby passes out, rings the bell. So Joe starts celebrating the win. Darby gets to his feet and gets in Joe's face and shoves him. Well, Joe mm-hmm. headbutts the shit out of him. Yeah. Goes to the apron, picks up Darby's skateboard, puts it wheels up yes. on the mat, hits Darby with a muscle buster on the wheels of the skateboard, and then mm-hmm. puts the clutch yeah. back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the refs are trying to pry Joe off. Darby, Warlow, runs out to make the save, so Joe slides out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good stuff. It was so awesome. So now uh, is Wardlow going to look for a tag team with uh, Darby Allen? Maybe. We're going to get goth Wardlow? How cool would that be? Oh, that'd be something else. That'd be pretty awesome. It's Wardlow. It's Wardlow's world. Party time. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's good. Uh, after that, Tony Schiavone interviews Orange Cassidy and Kip Sabian. Uh, Orange says, uh, uh, I don't know what you're doing, Kip. If you want a shot at the All-Atlantic title, all you have to do is ask. Uh, and then Kip says, uh, yeah, you wait until I suffered an unprovoked t- attack at the hands of Dustin. There's a talking about shit that happened in the Battle Royal. Yeah. He says, you don't want me at my best. And Orange's like, okay, fine. If you're not going to face me on Friday, find me somebody who can. And then Kip thinks about it, and then he walks away. And then Orange's like, is that a yes? And then Tony's like, yeah, I think that's that's a yes. You're going to defend your title on Rampage. He's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, this was great. We had a Chris Jericho Claudio video package next. Where, uh, wait, so who do you think is going to be Kip Sabian? Who's going to get? Do you watch Darker Elevation? See what he's up to? No. No, nah, I didn't think so. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it wouldn't be funny if you brought Miro back. <laughs> Ow! Oh, can Miro come back as the best man again, please? Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, let's go play arcade games. It's like, what happened to the Redeemer? Ah, as a phase. Uh, yeah, that'd be terrible. I don't know who else. I, I don't know. Who, like Penelope yeah, Ford? Who's gonna, who's going to fight for him? Who's he know. friends with? I don't know. Uh, is the Outrunners? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Have Daddy Badgett on commentary again, huh? <laughs> Who are these guys? Yeah, he was so excited. That was oh, great. Oh, that was exciting. That was great. Um, yeah, no, we had this Chris Jericho Claudio video package where Chris Jericho, you know, these things are so well produced. Like, they do a really good job of these they things. They do. Because they usually, like, sit people down and light them properly and film them with, like, 24 frames. Mm. They just, like, Jericho just got on his phone and did, like, a terrible oh, match. He's probably in a, a hotel room somewhere. That's a, Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know. No time for that stuff. Nope. Uh, then we yeah. had Claudio and Wheeler taking on Jake Hager and Daniel Garcia. Right before when the match was starting, Hager throws his, his precious hat, his beloved hat, to Claudio. And Claudio teases putting it on. Instead, he balls it up and then punts it into the crowd. Oh, he's going to wear that hat. He's going to wear that. I'm with Taz yeah, on this is. one. Taz was saying straight up, he's going to make a great member of Jericho Appreciation yeah. Society. Yeah. And he is. He's going to wear that hat. He's going to look great in it. Yep, because he got the win. Yeah. Uh, he got the pin on Hager after hitting an uppercut. Fun enough bout. Um, Mox and Sammy were ringside. Sammy tried to get involved. Mox ended up clobbered Sammy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, this is all now Claudio has momentum. Heading into mm-hmm. final battle, when you have momentum going into pay per view, it usually means you lose. Yeah, no, he's got momentum, but that's it. Um, <clears throat> by the way, just a quick reminder: we're at 127 likes on YouTube. 
Don't have to Quick reminder, we got over 300 people watching. Smash that like button. If we get to it, if we don't, it's not a big deal. Paul's good. He can go to sleep. But if I'm we get to 200, Paul said. It's like 11 o'clock back at Stanford. I'm sure he I would have thought he'd be in bed by now. He sleeps in late. He sleeps in late. That's what. How that's, late? that's the key. That's the key. How mm-hmm. late? Oh, dude. Sometimes he, he's told me before. He's like, sorry, I didn't get up until 11 o'clock today. On a weekday? Crazy, right? He's the chief content of everything guy. You know, yeah, ratings are through the roof right now. I feel like he's a he's a he's a early to bed, early to rise type guy. I threw other softball at your ratings are terrible right now. Um, there's like a little, like this last week at Raw was like 1.5 million or something like that. Yeah, well, SmackDown was way down because it was on FS1. It was like under a million. I thought. Well, that's gonna be down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody watches that shit. Uh, anyways, uh, Tony's got. Oh yeah. So anyways. Um, Tony's in the ring to interview the Blackpool Combat Club. We sort of talked about this already. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, <clears throat> first, I want to show you this interview with William Regal from two weeks back. And he says, uh, Regal says, people are going to see this if something bad happens to me. He says, MJF, I took great exception to what he did to you, and he complained about an email, so I gave him what he wanted. He said, but now everyone in this company is going to be chasing him. I realized that the Blackpool Combat Club didn't need me anymore. He says, but I knew they wouldn't let me go, so I had to show them they didn't need me. They can teach you to. They can teach you to, to be the best wrestler in the world. He says the reason I did what I did was to teach you the final thing. He's looking at the camera, so he's addressing the Blackpool Comic Club. He says the final thing I could ever teach: always stay one step ahead, one step ahead, and make sure you have eyes in the back of your head. I'm Blackpool Combat Club till the day I die. <laughs> he saunters off, yep. and Mox is like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, so Mox is like, "Oh, I don't know about all that." All I know is one thing for sure. The three men in this ring live and breathe for the sport of professional wrestling. You can call us whatever you want, but a final battle of this war with the JAS is over. These men make a statement. This Friday night, I make a statement. I'm going to challenge any wrestler in the world to this ring. Pro wrestling is about to make a very serious statement. And that guy is going to be uh, uh, Takeshita, right, in that yeah. match? Yeah, they had a, cool. I believe they had a match before. I think Mox had a match against Takeshita. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he was um, champion, yeah. So uh, then we had a House of Black video package. So uh, Malachi says AEW has allowed itself to be corrupted. People who point fingers, but they're also people who hold shovels in their hands to bury others. Perhaps it's time for uh, myself uh, and the House to put down this corruption. So he asks Julia, what is the crime? And she says, treason. He says, buddy, what's the verdict? And he says, war. Bloody war. And he says, Brody, what is the sentence? So does uh, Brody says, we will tear the meat from the bones. The sentence is extermination. You know, uh, if they don't actually go through with tearing meat from bones, this is all for nothing. That's now, that's the that's the standard. You want in a literal it. sense. Well, yeah, what other sense am I meant to take this? Well, like figuratively. Psh, boring. I don't want a three count now. I want like see meat come from bone. And then people throwing up in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what House of Black should be, right? Like yeah, they're super hardcore. So they're like, and they're like, <laughs> Their 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 theme should just be one prolonged brown note, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah, the brown note. I forgot about that. Everybody in the crowd shits their pants. <laughs> uh, so the Malachi says, "Anyone has an issue with what we've done? Come one, come all." Yeah, uh, that's a that's their that's their entrance music is the brown note. Oh man, you're killing me. Uh, so after that, we have a Jamie Hader sit down interview. <clears throat> She's like, everybody else gets one. I want one. Ask me a question. 
Yeah. And then Tony's like, all right, tell me about women's division. And Jamie <laughs> says, I'm on top of the division. Everyone else is grinding to get to the top. I'm going to be a fighting champion. I'm going to have a close look at the Regina Day Wave match on Rampage. She says, but it doesn't hold the candle to the AEW title. And she says, yeah. whoever wins that match will face me for the title. And Tony's like, oh, you're going to be a fighting champion. She's like, I try a bloody good one too. Yeah. She's great, man. She's awesome. Jamie Hayden. Yeah, she great. is awesome. She so is wait, awesome. so we don't know. Uh, oh, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be Sheeta. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. neat. That's going to be a match. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Um, then we had Jade Cargill, Red Velvet, Layla Gray taking on Kira Hogan, Madison Rain, and Sky Blue. Solid bout. Quite enjoyed this. Actually, that was pretty good. It yeah, was it great was having Red Velvet back because she's really good. Oh, I agree. Yeah, she's that a lot of fun. That bit where she trapped Sky Blue between the apron and the and the ring skirt mm-hmm, and then yeah. started hitting her and then yeah. stepped on Sky Blue to get back in the ring. Yeah, that was good stuff. It was great. It's great having Red Velvet back because she's phenomenal. Um, so Jade only tags in at the very end. Uh, Kira Hogan tags in as well. Uh, Kira goes on a bit of a run. Um, uh, Jade eventually turns tables, hits the spine busters, looking for Jaded. Kira escapes that, runs to her corner, a tag in Madison Raid. Madison's looking for a ripcord form. Jade blocks that, hits Jaded to get the win. Yep, yep. <clears throat> After that, uh, Shivani is interviewing Soraya, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm surprised that Britt's not here." Oh, there she is, and Britt almost immediately steps in. Says, you know, you're not going to beat me again. She mentions that Soraya brought up that Britt has had had everything handed to her. But Soraya's first match back was a pay-per-view match against the face of the division. So here's another thing that's going to be handed to you. And she gives Soraya a pair of tickets to Dynamite in L.A. She says, you can either watch in the front row or you can see me in the ring. And Soraya's like, oh, I'd love to beat you again. And Britt's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be a tag match. Me and Jamie Hayter and you find a partner and then instead of letting Tony finish the interview she grabs Tony whisks him away and Saray's like oh, I'm gonna find somebody then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we got our main event FTR versus the acclaimed god damn it the acclaimed are so over I know they're so over like that they crowd really are. is so into them yeah, and this was honestly like this was a pay per view level match, man. This was the it had like the acclaimed were teasing doing a, a big rig. Um, yeah, this was just this was absolutely phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it was it was fantastic stuff. Um, in the end, uh, Cash hits Bowens with a gory bomb. Then Caster rolls up Cash, gets a two. Cash hits a huge lariat, pin, covers Caster. Caster kicks out, and the Cash hits him with two equally huge lariats, a power bomb. Mm-hmm. Is looking for a jackknife cover, but while he's doing the move for the jackknife cover, Caster like slips out and reverses it into a rope of his own to get the win. Mm, yeah, um, a lot of phenomenal spots, a lot of phenomenal moments. Definitely check this match out afterwards. Um, uh, oh, sorry, the claimed an FTR scissor before the Ass Boys show up. I got the yeah, that sequence was cool. of wrong. So then the Ass Boys say, "Oh, FTR, you were so close." Uh, the fans <laughs> thought. We would get involved literally after I texted you and Enforcer that I thought the ass boys were going to get involved. And they said, no, FTR is trash. But we got you some Christmas gifts. So Austin Gunn gets the card, and on it, he says, written in blood is a challenge from the Briscoes to a dog collar match at Final Battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that'll be really good. Hey, but- you know what? I just uh, putting something together here. So Soraya's got to find a partner for Los Angeles, right? Yeah. 
Did you see who Jade Cargill was hanging out with the other day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. Naomi. Were they ever in like a faction together, Saray and Naomi? I know they're buddies. No, uh, Naomi was in the 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 group with Sasha. They put her and in the Sasha and Tamina group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The what was it? The sorority submission sorority. That was Becky, Charlotte, and yeah. Paige. Paige. Yeah, it was Paige. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they had to change that name immediately. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yes, they did. So yeah, because oh man, wow, wow, well, like that name. Uh, anyways. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. questions. Answer. Uh, dude, uh, you might be in luck. Doesn't Only look like we got we got 323 people watching. Got 151 likes. It's all good. It's all good. If we don't get to triple, if, if Paul know, gets like, to go to people, sleep, he'll be happy. People are like, oh, like, you think they're over like, it? No, they like it's late. Let Hunter rest. Yeah, they might be over it, man. They're like they they their friend does are cool, man. They're like I don't put Larson through the stress again. It's just too stressful. Oh, now man. you say that, people are going to be smashing that like button. How about this? 175, bring old JR in. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's Show's late at night. Time, time for some late not hype. <laughs> time for a booty call. What's the move? Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, JR. No, nah, man. It's like 300 likes for you, JR. We can't have that much horny here on the show. It's too much. <laughs> too much right. we'll talk about the brown note all day but that's 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 too much oh poop is funny sex look sex is hilarious but poop is funny poop is hilarious too uh yeah we got a, a question thread so by the way uh on the patreon patreon.com forward slash steven larson bonus content ad free audio uh these question threads that we do are all on the patreon it's a great mm-hmm. way to help support going in raw Got a couple new friendo patrons, Peter Lewins, Mr. No Cell, uh, and Jack. Jack, Thank Jack, you, Jack. Got, Jack, he's a five bob, five bob note for us. So Jack oh, is from so the, much, he's from out there in the England or something, the UK, I guess. Uh, so thank you, Jack. We appreciate it. Mr. No Cell, thank you very much. Mr. No Cell, oh man. Thank you. Thank no, you don't, thank yeah. That's, that's what, you know. I don't. I never no sell when I'm bricked up. Oh my god! I was I was finished myself off. Let's Peter Lewins. Issue. Peter Lewins. I th- I recognize that name. We went to a strip club together once. All right, wow, let's get to JR. these uh, these questions. He's Blake ex- Whitehouse asks, "What's a gimmick you both enjoy now that you think twenty to twenty five year old you would have hated?" Oh wow! Huh? <clears throat> um. What did I hate when I was like in my twenties? Oh, I feel like I'm like my likes and dislikes and and my have uh, been fairly consistent through the years. What is a gimmick I enjoy now that I think I would have hated in my twenties? Man, I don't know. Uh, I might have had actual heat with Dom. I don't know if I would have appreciated oh. Dom in my twenty in my twenties. Oh, I think you would appreciate it, Heel Dom. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. Looking for an answer here. I don't have one. Uh, Lord Ziffer says, Starks is white hot, but we all know he's not beating MJF next week. What does he do at Revolution to continue his momentum? So we sort of talked about this a little bit during the show. Anything, just don't feud with a factory, please. Don't do that. Think he should beat Joe for the TNT title. <clears throat> I agree with that. Talk about some promos. Oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. 
Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, beat Joe for the TNT title. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, oh, wow, 178. Man, people like uh, JR said 175, and that shot up immediately. <laughs> Man, no, that's not the only thing that shot up. Alex no. Foster says, if Nigel McGinnis showed up and took over the Blackpool Combat Club, mm-hmm. how would you guys feel? Where I is Nigel I... from? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to find out right now while you read the next one because it has right, to be well. called the the oh he was just born in London oh London London Combat Club the mm-hmm. London what's LLC yeah it's not fun anyways um, uh, yeah Luis Ariza asks how we book the Blackpool Combat Club going forward breaking up is an acceptable answer no easy outs here uh, Nigel McGinnis comes and leads them. Very good. Very yeah. good. Agreed. I think it's a great because I do. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a yeah. phenomenal idea. I Nigel's great. great. Yeah. Uh, David Matushek, since Regal will be off TV for the next year, when do you think his big return should take place? Uh, I guess maybe if they try to make a big uh, post stand and deliver NXT episode, have it be. Oh, that's. Oh, that's hello. That's like April. Never mind. Yeah, January. Mm-hmm. You know what they should do? It would be kind of cool. What if they did this in advance of the Rumble? They actually open up some spots for some qualifying matches, mm, for, or they do a tournament in NXT. The winner gets to be in the Rumble. That's good. That's or good. something like that. And Regal orchestrates that. Oh, Steve, we're so and close. Like, 100, 179 oh. likes. So close. I don't know if we're going to get there though. Well, I don't think we are. Um, I don't think we are. Yeah, but then he like cheats to help uh, uh, Charlie Dempsey win. That'd be good. Uh, Wizard of Smoke, Brian Danielson was with Regal at the hospital. What are the chances Brian Dan- Brian- Daniel Bryan shows up with Regal and WB getting out of his contract also? <clears throat> Zero. Probably not great. Zero. They should have uh, fake Eric Redbeard show up, though. God, yeah. that was the best. That was honestly the <laughs> Everybody best. Everybody that scene looked so confused. They all did, and they never brought it up again. No, they didn't. Uh, Steve Klein says, who would be a big surprise for you to show up at Final Battle? Well. Oh, Captain Insano? Yeah, Captain Insano. That'd be a huge surprise. That would be. Ryback. No, no good? No. Matt Taven. You know, I'm honestly surprised they didn't book Kingdom versus FTR at Final Battle. Like they should, Kingdom showed up like once on AEW and they haven't been back since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. Like, what the hell? We had like six months of them. Was it a year? Were they in Impact for a whole year? No, roughly. Maybe. No, 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 it wasn't quite a year. It wasn't quite a year. It's probably eight months. Oh my gosh, we had eight months of Honor No More every single week. Mm-hmm. You every had Taven on your TV screen every single every Thursday week. night. I didn't even fast forward through the Taven parts on Impact. I just sat there. Well, sometimes. I was going to say. Sometimes. Come on now. Sometimes. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Mr. No Cell says, not AEW related, but Larson should challenge Steve to a match at the upcoming ACW show. Winner gets custody custody of all of Steve's paperwork. There's a, a several problems with that scenario. Yeah. Number one. One. If we get into a wrestling ring and try to have even like a rest hold match, one, if not both of us, are getting hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Steve just set his shoulder on fire reaching down to get his bottle of water. No idea how it happened. It's a totally mundane thing. Imagine if we actually try to do 
anything resembling a wrestling move, even a rest hold, one of us is getting hurt, probably requiring hospitalization. Second, I am honestly certain that I have a hairline fracture in my in my ankle. It is not going away. All right, it's possible. Maybe a stress fracture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> secondly, depending on the definition of of Steve's paperwork, mm. that could entail bills. I'm not paying his bills. I don't want custody right. of his bills. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want custody of his DMV registration. That's Anything due that on the requires me this month. to spend my money on his yeah. shit. I want yeah. nothing to do with. Yeah. Or Steve's even, problem, not Larson's yeah. problems. Wait a second. What kind of shit, Mister No So? This is this is a, this is awful. He's not he's not starting off great here on the Patreon. I appreciate his patronage. But like he thinks that you winning a match means you then get to do my like my paperwork. You then oh, get custody of having to pay even if it's with my money. I'm like you that. have to sit there and pay my bills with my check. That's the horrible. fastest I'm gonna flat back bump and just beg you to pin me. <laughs> do You're it, gonna Steve. grab me down to the ground and get on and hold you. me down on top of Bear you. hug you on top of me so you pin me. Right, exactly. I like this yeah. Belleville in here. It says, Larson, shoot, can't do paperwork. <laughs> he says, papers are too complex of a work for payoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mr. No I'm just joking. Thank you for the great question here. That's awesome. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank uh, you. But I yeah, no, I, the, the first point, the first point really is the more sound one. Like, could you imagine, like, you and I trying to put on a. What was that? That's my cat. That's my cat, Jerry. I mean, mm. Gypsy. Um,. <clears throat> Could you imagine you and I trying to put on a wrestling match? That'd be terrible. Good Lord. Even like the, I mean, I did, you know, honestly, the matches that I saw, you know, we should do that on Saturday. We should be like, hey, Magnum, can we get in the ring and just goof around a little bit? <laughs> you and me and just fucking try to see. Let's see if we can do a hip toss. Oh, I ain't doing Magnum. that. No Fuck hip that. toss. No, no hip that toss. Arm taking a bump. I'm an arm drag. I'm not doing anything that resembles a bump. Arm jab's not really a bump. You just sort of roll, right? Yeah, I'm still not doing that. See if we can do... What is it that dude was yelling at everybody in the WWE tryouts for? Like a front roll? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See if you could do a front roll. Uh, yeah, I'm not that coordinated these I days. I couldn't do a front roll. Hey, I'm you a know, package hey, pile driver. Can I give you oh, a package pile driver? Oh, fuck no. You know what we could try? Hmm. Try to do the Grayson Waller stunner on me. No, I know I can't do that. <laughs> I just, I just run see. to the ropes every time. <laughs> You know how Tyler Bate does the thing where he bounces <laughs> off the ropes? I would do that unintentionally every time. <laughs> right, but the other like trying to get in. Oh man. I don't know. I'm maybe dying. we can we can maybe work out some decent, not not even decent or believable worked punches. Oh god, dude, we'd nail each other. Yeah. We'd nail each other. Oh, they'd either man. look like the worst work punches or we'd actually pop each other. Yeah. Dude, it'd be it'd be a whole fucking plate of potatoes, man. It'd be a, it'd be scallop potatoes left and right. That'd be terrible. Listen, how about this? How about this? This mm. is the easiest thing to do. What? Chops. Just chop each other. I don't want to do that. That's not, that seems like it hurts. I mean, we've seen a lot of, uh, <clears throat> like, uh, Takahashi and Suzuki did it. A batch, basically all chops. It's also not funny. Like, I just want to see how, how stupid we look. You That's know what I, really, I just want to try to do stuff. Here's the thing. I can do a chop. You can do a chop. I've never done an arm drag before. For good reason. Um, here's the thing about the chops being funny. Because we get winded within like two minutes of just doing chops to each other. That is also true, yeah. And we just be 
try to suck in air to get her wind back after doing like four chops each. Yeah. Caleb here in chat says local wrestling owners tear every known ligament attempting a headlock. That's exactly what the headline would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the headline would be. Although E-Dub has a good point. Jay Leno did it. He just held on to Hogan's wrist. Mm-hmm. And Hogan did everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Y'all fell seven short. We even we even we even stretched it for time. Y'all fell seven short. I guess the lesson Paul learned gets for next tonight. time. Yeah. Paul gets yeah, to sleep. sleep. Exactly. And I get to relax. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. Um, I don't believe there's a smash zone tomorrow because enforcers uh, coming into town and uh, I have no idea sort of what's going on. Honestly, I need to start, you and I kind of need to both start preparing a little bit for this ACW thing on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to make sure that I have everything that Mm -hmm. we need. Mm -hmm. Um, And so no smash zone tomorrow. We will do an overrun uh, at noon Pacific three Eastern. Uh, And yeah, I want to say thanks to everybody uh, for tuning in till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.